It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Coppin Fracker. I'm your host Fahi. I'm in the studio with my brothers, so we like to get into the studio at least once a month to bring you that crisp HD sound. You know, we're, we're trying to kind of join in and kind of speak about our sorrows of Liverpool Football Club. So I'm sure you're going to love this pod. Alongside me, I've got Mike. Mike, how you doing? Yeah, all good, brother. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I've been looking forward to this pod. Um, obviously, we've been planning out a mid-season review, and um, I think it's going to be an interesting one. So, let's see where we get to. Let's see, brother. You see, you looking all fresh in your dunks. Brother, <laughs> that I try. Patreon money's uh, <laughs> going to good places. Um, um, Mike, Mike, what what shoes are you wearing? Uh, let's not speak on that one. Huh? Adidas. Um, I, I don't think it's political. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I don't think it's political something, views something. with a line with uh, such branding. Yeah, listen, I don't respect the views of the man, but I respect his art. If that makes sense, you know. Interesting. S- some would say his opinion is his art as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, brother. He's great trainers, but I can't respect what the the man has been saying recently. Uh, but anyways, uh, <laughs> let, let, let's go to uh, Peter. Peter, bro, how you doing? Yeah, I'm all good, you know. Um, like I think after the game, when it hit, I mean, when it hit 90 minutes, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool, well done. Get, get me to the World Cup. <laughs> Where's the next World Cup? Game? The, the nightmare's thinking. over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got these three points. Where's the World Cup now? So yeah, I was just, I was, I was delighted, bro. Like you know, when you end on the three points, like yeah, if we ended on a loss, that would have really just been like, ugh. Like, you had to think about a loss throughout the break, but got a win. Just, just get, get me to Qatar. <laughs> <laughs> get me to Qatar. <laughs> That's all, man. Uh, Julian. Finally Yo. here, how you doing? I'm good, man. Back from the motherland? Back from the motherland. It yeah. was, it's been long, 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 a long journey. But yeah. no, it was good, man. Really good time away. I was, it was, this this place starting to fall out home because I was here on Sunday as well yeah, for you the are. pod. So, Represent, yeah. You know what? I'm going to say us four have been solid representatives of Cop in this season. Oh, yeah. Um, we've pretty much done the majority of pods. Um, this is the first time Mike's done three in a row, by the way. Main event. I'm on the main event runner. Right now. <laughs> I, main I, events, I main cannot events. believe Mike has done three in a row. <laughs> you know when you push a mid-car up to the, up to the main yeah, event? Yeah, yeah, like, mate. When they get a miss the title for a bit. You know what I'm saying? You're like Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Your title run. It was like, bro, Mike, Mike is a main card. And I, yeah, what, they're giving it, Vince is pushing him like that. <laughs> What's called Mike was going for a little run. He called out Ellis in the chat. And I was thinking, hey, that's what I used to do. <laughs> that's what I used to do. That's how I, that's how I made my name, you know? I vanquished Ellis. Mike is on that. You know what? Ellis now. hasn't been seen since. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's actually scary. That's you, the you scared that, him off. That's the feud I made my name off. You know it's what I'm saying? Mad. That's the feud it's I made mad. Mad. Hey. It's <laughs> mad. Ellis is the founder of this pod. <laughs> <laughs> He's always busy. Gatwick is. And he for our very. I was, I was seeing airport runs in the group chat this morning. I thought, yeah, this guy's a proper uncle. Yeah, he's, he's a proper, a proper uncle. Proper uncle. Fair enough. <laughs> Community <laughs> airport runs. <laughs> um, we were supposed to be joined by Yakko. Yak couldn't make it. And we were also supposed to be joined by Anik, but Anik fell down the stairs. Uh, <laughs> so, why are you laughing, man? <laughs> why are you told him to hold that? <laughs> what? <laughs> hold the spray D. Like. And this is, is, that is. The, the, but then again, there's a lot of probably viewers that are probably that happy like, oh, that you said that. So, yeah. <laughs> so. I needed Anik here, man. We need him. We need that 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 madness in HD. Like some some are saying he fell down the stairs on purpose so he doesn't get grilled by us. But. No, that walking stick he put in. That finished me. I just saw the walking stick and his knee bandaged up. I thought, yeah. You know what's crazy? Yeah, you know when someone something happens in the group, I'm like, oh, we can't make it because of this reason. Yeah. Everyone's usually like, oh, sorry oh yeah, sorry to hear that, mate. But Alex was like, I'm, I'm like Deja Vu. I'm gonna wait this time. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. And then when it's finally started cooking, and that's how I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, should I say hold that or should I wait? But no one said it. I was like, nah, I've got to say it. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh. Titanic, man. Speedy recovery. Yeah, man. Um, we hope you get better soon. I think. Um, anyways. Let's get into it. Uh, actually, no, before we get into it, let's shout out our patrons. Patrons, thank you so much for rocking with Copend. We say it every week, but we mean it as well. Without you being a patron, we wouldn't be able to do studio sessions. It's like that important. So we appreciate it so much. Um, there will be content throughout the World Cup on Patreon. So there will be Liverpool content there. So don't worry about that. If you are not a patron, please join uh, patreon.com forward slash cop and fracker there is up-to-date content there's evergreen content and we will be re- releasing podcasts during the world cup on there so join in um there's a few surprises planned as well so you will see that in the near future um let's get going so southampton peter you've already alluded to it we came away with the w how how do you feel, not with the result, but more about the performance? Because people seemed a lot happier with what they saw. But again, to me, it was probably against one of the worst teams in the league. <coughs> yeah, um, my I think my overarching emotion out of that game is relief. And it's more like, okay, we've got three points. And I feel like it was very important to us to get three points because now like that's kind of set us up for the second half of the season. So now we've got a win. And it's like, okay, let's bandage ourselves up. Let's get our players back and let's recover so that we can maybe sort of go on a run um, in the second half of the season. But the performance, it was it was better. It wasn't the old Liverpool. We might not even see the old Liverpool again, to be honest, <laughs> but um, it, was a be- it was a better performance. Um, obviously, the, 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 the standout star of the show is, is Darwin Nunes, obviously, with his two goals. But um, there was a little bit more control. I felt like we looked like we could score multiple times. Elliot had a much better performance Um he played really like closer to the attack, and I felt like he really joined up. And his assist, obviously, to Nunes was was fantastic as well. 
Um, so it was a better performance, but at the same time, there's still parts of the performance that, that kind of scare me in terms of Alisson having to make two or three very key, key saves um, and we're conceding high-quality chances to teams like Southampton. Who, Southampton, they just got a new manager in um, Jones. So, like, we shouldn't really be, you know what I'm saying, conceding that many chances to such a team that I, I feel like hasn't got that much threat, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? We're making Shea Adams look like he's... Yeah, like you like Shea. Yeah, he's a good player, man. But he likes Shea Adams, so. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't think we should make Shea Adams look look as good as he was. So um, it was a it was a decent performance, a good performance, better than what we have been showing in the last maybe month or so. But I think there's still still a long way to go. All right, cool. Uh, Julian, what did you think? Uh, just, uh yeah, I had the same um, thoughts as Peter. Um, I'm not so relieved. I thought it was kind of expected. Um, to, for us to be Southampton. Um, I don't really think they're a great side to be honest. Um. And I thought like we was going into the game with a bit of momentum um, after the win against Tottenham and Napoli, um, and yeah, um, I was expecting a good, a good performance. Um, standout, of course, is Nunes. He's come becoming an absolute superstar um, in games like uh, Southampton. Obviously, of course, it is Southampton. He's kind of got that aura, isn't it? Yeah, he's got that like, aura. Low man. key, like, he's got. He's everyone that aura, wants like, him to win. Like, everyone wants him to win. I love him. Um, in the game, he would a lot, a lot of, and what I loved about the game the most was it was like a Nunez highlight rule because a lot of the game was going through him. He was very aggressive in terms of his dribbling, taking it from like deep and deep in the pitch. Pause. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you move like Damon Desperate. Yeah, I'm saying, man. Uh, yeah, he said he, t- he took it from deep and was dri- and was um, bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's doing a lot, of, a lot of build up play. A, good, good a lot, of, a lot of uh, build up play. Dribbling was 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 amazing. You're, you're throwing me off, Wahi. But no, he he was really good. Um, he had popped up in so many opportunities in the box. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you guys, man, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. They're like five year olds on <laughs> He popped up in so many opportunities in the box. Um, he was he was dribbling well. Um, he had the, that great back heel to, um, towards Firmino. Um, which Firmino probably should have touched, but yeah, man, Nunez highlight rule for all, man. He's superstar. Like he's, I f- and I, I can't wait to watch him in the World Cup because I think he'll get his fair few um, goes in, at Uruguay. And I think he's going to show. I, a few say, I like the way you kind of talked about him on the main pod because mm. it, like, I felt like because the kind of um, the way they talk about him, the way opposing fans talk about him, and I felt like you kind of needed to kind of be strong and firm yeah. in your what you're saying because they're trying to find cracks, they're kind of trying to find faults in it. But he was like, no, I rate Nunez. He's cold. I rate him, I rate him, I rate yeah. him. Do you, know what's, do you know what I think is weird about the whole Nunez opposition fan view of him? Yeah. Is I think, and it's a weird, it's, it's a group thing, thing on Twitter, but I think what people do on Twitter is there becomes this kind of preset view of what this player is. Yeah. Fact. And then no matter what that player goes on to do, you view that player through that prism no matter what. So we've yeah. seen over the last few months, Darwin Nunez's all-round game improve. Much. It's undeniable. If you watch yeah. him play from where, where he was in August to where he is now, his all-round game, his touch has improved. Yeah, we're still seeing jokes about, oh, his first touch this, oh, his build-up play that. But we're literally seeing him and the guy on that pod, perform well in I all aspects. It was Scully or whatever. He kept bringing up, oh, did you see the Palace game? We saw him. That the and Palace was, game yeah. was the game he got sent off. It was, like, yeah. it was, was age It was in August. It was in <laughs> summer. Yeah, a lot, a, lot, a, lot of people, a lot of people alluding to <laughs> things like, uh, even on the pod, we can say that like he would uh, balloon chances and like, shoot and shoots and shoots. I haven't seen that in a couple of games. Most of his shots are actually probably on target. Yeah, and actually he just blasted him on target. Yeah. You know what time, I liked the most about his performance on Savannah? there's something you alluded to Julian it felt like he's got he's got this aura about him now where it's similar to what Mo Salah does for us at Anfield mm. at home where against those sort those sides Southampton Brighton those kind of like the kind yeah. of mid to lower to table sides yeah. 
we've seen Salah do that, like score two goals, link up, create chances. That's the sort of thing we want him to be yeah. doing, kind of bullying those sort of teams. And, and he did that. And I feel like the, the, the Phantom defender, um, Bella Kopia, I think is how you pronounce Bella it. Bella Kotchap. Yeah, he was struggling because he, yeah, he, was, was. he was struggling he big was. time with, with Nunes. And I feel like just a really encouraging performance from Nunes. And I really do expect him to kick on after the World Cup. Yeah, I, and I, I really like him, that left left wing role. Or I that really, left forward role. Yeah, I was going to say, I really do like, um, a shout out to Klopp for this, because the, the, the formation he's playing as well, the 4-3-1-2 yeah. with Firmino just behind and Nunes and, and Salah taking it's up. In the, between. Yeah, in between. Yeah, I really do like that. It's giving us a lot of adaptability. Mm. My big worry is when, when, Dar- uh, when Diaz comes back, sorry, mm. how does that work? Because... Yeah. Diaz is obviously someone who plays exclusively on the left. We've yeah. now seen Darwin have two of his best games for us on the left. How does that work? I, I do think the thing is with Diaz, I remember when they were playing, especially against Arsenal, remember, um, they they were playing really well together. Yeah, they did have so I do think there's a bit of faith in there. But and you I know what it is, bro? I just, so when we've played the front three of, of Diaz, Darwin and Salah, it's, the balance has looked off. So that Salah's well, Salah has... The other two, the other two. Yeah, is there a world in which we can get all three of those guys to play well and be look all three look dangerous at the same time? Yeah, it it, it would it would take um, some sacrificing from both Salah. I think from Salah because I think Nunes is is fine. Um, he pops up pretty well um, when he's playing on when he's playing up front. From what I saw, so we need someone else to play that Bobby role. If someone do you think Diaz could do it? Do you think Diaz could be linking play? I think we've seen. So I remember there was a game Norwich last season where I think Salah scored from that Allison long kick, and Diaz was kind of playing centrally mm. um, at home. So we've seen Diaz kind of do it, but we haven't seen him do it in like prominently. So maybe he could. I think Jota could as well. I've seen Jota in that ten role, um, and he surprised me in that ten role. I think he could do it quite well. But yeah, I, I like the way Nunes plays in that kind of left hand um, side, and you know what? He likes space, and he gets he's able to one beat go 1v1 mm. against his opponent and he's given so many bad defenders their bad day like you said Bella Kotchap is a great athlete giving him a bad day Akanji um, giving him a bad day Gabriel giving him a bad day these are all great great athletes so I think with Nunes and no one's saying that he's like unbelievable on the ball now he's not turned to bloody Gabriel Jesus or Firmino on the ball no. but it's improving because when I, when I was watching those games well. like, like against Crystal Palace and against um, at the beginning of the season when he used to get on the ball like in the mid, like middle third or first third I used to be like oh like it was a bit scary, you know, so you never know what he could do. But now when he gets on the ball, I feel more comfortable. I know he's going to find someone. Um, there, was, there, was, there was a chance that he put on a plate for um, for Salah in the Southampton game. Yeah. His, he crossed it with his left foot. Fantastic cross. Salah should have probably tucked it. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I'm saying he's, he's, he's game, his all-round gameplay is improving. I, it still doesn't, it's probably not where it needs to be in terms of, um, you know what I'm saying, the money you pay for him, but it's improving and I think he's doing well. And, and also yeah. what, what people have to also remember is that we don't even have a full attack back. Like, we don't, we don't even have a full-strength team um, mm-hmm. since he's been here, like we've not had, um, we've not had Diaz Jota to fill in for him, and Diaz to be able to create. For and him this is front. a trend in bad. And trend in bad. We haven't form. really got a playmaker in the side at the moment. If um, I told you guys, we've not really got a playmaker at the side. At, at the, the end of the first half of this season, so going into the World Cup, Darwin Nunes would have scored what nine goals in eighteen games. It's eight and sixteen. That was 18, 16, yeah, like that's way. including community shows. If you want to say nine, I would have taken nine. Yeah, yeah. On this pod, it's nine. Yeah, on this pod, it's nine. Nine goals in his in his appearances so far. I would have taken that. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. that's fine. Well, yeah. Why would you? It's one in two. One in and two. And even we're saying one in two, but the, uh, a lot of those games were him coming off the bench. As exactly. Well. Yeah. So, exactly. So he's doing well. Like I, I, honestly, people need to, people need to ditch the whole nine goals, two assists in eighteen games. Yeah, it's one of the things we just have to like. We have to challenge fans to kind of not scrap this for you but like watch him now 
and make your opinion now. Like yeah. you can't just watch the first two three games. Yeah, mm. he's shit. Oh, he can't control the ball. Oh, he's got a balloon touch. Like watch him now and make your judgment. If you're telling me he hasn't improved, no, then you, I know you, you're you know what it is though. It's it's the point where we're like, oh, but I know he's gonna score goals. But it's like, but you're saying he's a shit player, but he's gonna score goals. Exactly. But Where if he can that? score goals, he can't be a shit player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that, that and what do you think? And, what you're saying, and, what, yeah. and what do you? And the thing is, um, what was funny is well, that oh, well, we know he's gonna score goals. We know he's gonna bag that. But what do you think we bought him for? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like he's a striker at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm giving him props for linking up well because that's what you guys love. Like you like the whole link up and the whole you know dribble drown football. But at the end of the day, if I'm perfectly happy with him being terrible on the ball. But if he's bagging thirty plus in the season, we don't need another. But, but, yeah. but the thing I'm is, he's actually ball. not terrible on the ball, and he's and not. That's the point, right? and that's the point but, as well. But, but I think what rival fans would say is, you like they'll say you guys, as in us, we were always so high on you know Firmino linking up play, being such a good technical player, mm. and now we've gone to Nunes. But this is where you need to change your mindset because the team is changing. Yeah, it's exactly. evolving. Evolution's important. In and, and the way we're playing has evolved. Our formation has changed. Do you get what I mean? There's all yeah. these things that have come into play. It's not like we're playing the same way and we've just put mm. Nunes in. It's actually completely different. For, for better or for worse, it is completely different. And I think people aren't taking that um, into consideration. But yeah, I, l- like you said, Mike, if, if, it, if, if they gave you nine goals in 18 games and two assists, would you take that? Of course, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And obviously, we know Harlan's done amazing things, but he's, Nunes is his own player. Yeah. We're not comparing him to Harlan. Obviously, banter wise, we are, but like far know, less minutes. Speaking honestly, well. we aren't comparing him to, to Harlan. So he's done well based yeah. on where he should be for yeah. Liverpool, and I'm, and I'm happy with him so far. And yeah. also, shout out Harvey Elliott, man. He had a really good game against yeah. Southampton. These are the kind of games where I want Harvey Elliott to play. Um, him and Thiago played really well, I thought. Were, I thought Thiago there were a few times where yeah. okay not his best performance but a few times no, where he showed his yeah, class keep, it was yeah. a thumbs up performance you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those ones where it's like yes a good six he and a half moves, seven man. out there, there was a time where you know that target that Turney does yeah yeah mm. yeah, yeah, yeah he did that yeah, a few yeah, times nice. and I was like yeah 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 those kind of games I think it's the Yeah, before he does the pass to Robertson he swivels on the ball so LFC Twitter posted it and it's so clever he gives a little look he sees what's coming he loves that man. Just a little shot. Oh, <laughs> oh man, he loves that. They and fall also, for it every time. Every yeah. time. <laughs> every time. Every time. I see he does that look. I know. Yeah. 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 That's cash money. When he looks back at the defense, you just know he's not passing it back. That, that, that cash money. Yeah, that it's look, cash money. Yeah. Bang. Serious. But yeah, and also shout out Robertson, man. Sick. He, he played well, and I Robertson, also think he's he's actually he's been in, in good form. Yeah. Do you know what? I actually yeah. think Klopp deserves credit for Robson's form because he's managed him so well recently. So he's yeah. he's rested him more often, mm-hmm. and also he's brought him off in games. So what he does to Robertson is he says, "Okay, you're going to play ninety minute game in eighty minutes." Yeah, yeah. Rather than playing ninety minute game in ninety minutes, he says, "You're going to run intensely for eighty minutes, and it will take you off for ten minutes." And I yeah. think it's really working well, Robertson. Like he he's actually getting assist. He's up and down. He's back to uh, Robertson that we know best. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the other guy on the other side. You know what I'm saying? I don't know when he's gonna get this. <laughs> but Robertson, like, like, yeah, you know I'm saying that ball to um the the cross for 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 Nunes is trademark Robertson. You know what I'm saying? That kind of energetic bunny that gets down that side, gets up and down, and yeah, like he's formed this last couple of games in the Tottenham game. I thought he was fantastic as well. He, I say past four games to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He exploited that space in between Emerson Real. He knew that that was his. You know, he was gonna be dominant there. And yeah, Robertson, he's been really good. And to I'm, be honest, like um, I, th- I said it last week, he's built up an understanding with Nunes. Yeah, he kind of gets yes. where, what yeah. he's doing. 
It's like he likes Nunes more than Diaz. You know what? So Diaz gets I, in his way, I think. I think it's true. I think he does prefer Nunes because you know with Nunes, he's just going to run straight forward. Yeah. Whereas with Diaz, it's like the Timberland meme. Is that, hmm, yeah. Also, Diaz is a free, yeah, he's a free spirit. Diaz, yeah, wants free to, Diaz wants to defeat and he wants to do something with it. Yeah. Robertson wants guys who can run in behind, run inside him. Yeah. Yeah. Run inside and he goes on the outside. Diaz is someone who comes on the outside, receives it deep, tries to drive, Plays one two. He's a combination yeah. player. He yeah. So Robertson doesn't like that. Robertson wants someone who's going to make those runs so, for him. Yeah. To you know that 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 trademark Robertson pass where he just wants to hoof it forward. Yeah, yeah. And then if someone's running behind, but Diaz is will get it. And then there's what's the box at the end of the day. He's either going to shoot or mm. get a box. Diaz, you don't know. He wants to beat three guys, or he wants to shoot or whatever. You don't know what he's going to do. So yeah. that's yeah. why that's why we love him, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we obviously you do need players like that because they create separation. They can. Unlock low blocks and stuff like that as well. So, um, but yeah, shout out Robertson, great performance from him. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been one of his biggest critics uh, for the past six months, him and Fabinho. But Robbo's kind of um, brought it back. Yeah, fair play to him. Um, how was Fab? He played. Uh, he was. Oh no, nah, man! I don't. I, it's just. It's still it not was, moving me, man. Like fu- bro, he's doing was... his job, like, but barely. So I, I thought it was a, it was a, it was a competent enough performance yeah. in that. You didn't really see him exposed in ways you have in, in in other games you've seen really exposed physically yeah, yeah. in terms of going the other way. I just thought he was fine. He didn't do much in the build-up. He gave the ball to Thiago a lot to kind That's of build play up. Which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. For him, I think he needs to focus on the fundamentals, which is winning his duels, covering space well. Um, those are the things he needs to work on at the moment because yeah. he's not been doing those things well enough. And I'm happy for him to just give the ball to Thiago and just try and focus but, on... But the thing that just, like, it worries me is that Every other midfielder that plays up against, like that plays against him, has a good game. Like I feel like Wolfpress has a quite a good game in that. Like Wolfpress has enough time to pick people out. He keeps it ticking yeah. and stuff like that. And I, like I just feel like Fabinho, he should be more dominant. But maybe, maybe I'm expecting too maybe, much. Do you mean that's a structural issue with our midfield as well? Because I just think our midfield just there just is an issue with our midfield. I, I, I think he just, just has way too much to do, um, especially still with the, the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he like, has. We changed the system he, to he, suit him. Though. He's he's as much as as much he's as saying the two man midfield. I, I don't I don't think I can agree with that now. As, as much as, as much as Harvey Elliott is like, it is a, it's still a three man midfield when we're defending. I would yeah, say. Okay, yeah. Okay. Harvey Elliott on the right. Um, as much as Harvey Elliott is doing well. Um, on on the offensive front. I think defending it could do with more work for someone like Fabinho, who's all, of course as well dropped to level, and Thiago, I believe defensively has dropped to level and on the ball has dropped to level as well. So I do see, compared to last season, he's losing the ball a lot more, which is causing Fabinho to kind of be in the position where he has to track back and maybe recover that pass, um, that that um, pass that's been mistaken. So it's, I still think our midfield is just fundamentally there's something wrong there anyway. I agree. With you. I think everyone's just dropped to level regardless. But yeah, man, it's it's yeah. So what you're saying, you need two monsters next to Fabinho. That's that's what you need. Not even two monsters, two two, two people that can are just defensively competent and, and just more defensively more competent. I just think Thiago is one. He is defensively competent, but his body just can't do it anymore. He's 30, 31 now. I'm not sure. So yeah, I think with all those yeah. injuries and even just even I feel like he's dropped a level with his passing in general. So when he passes, the intensity is to kind of recover but and get the ball. They might have played a lot of games. Though, yeah, man. yeah. Like yeah. him, Thiago. Thiago Fabinho Henderson, like we've just been rotating the three mm. for the last like couple of months or so. You play this game, you play, you play. It. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a tough one for him. I, I don't, I don't know if we ever see Fabinho back to. I think nah, we do done. with a good rest. Nah, it's done. I'm, I'm not gonna write him know. off yet. Just nah, it's done, man. It's done. It's done. I don't it's, think it's, look, gone he's on, not, it's gone on for too long. I don't think he'll be Fabinho 2018 again, but I think he can get to a level where he's still a really good holding midfielder. Because I feel, okay. I feel like what everyone remembers uh, forgets as well. Like I think DMs, especially. 
especially have a bad... I think he's had his bad phase, but especially with some rest, maybe the World Cup, that him not starting doing him a bit of... doing him some favours. But I feel like Fabinho is one of them... Like, I've seen Casemiro go through this as well. Like, they have that bad few, like, season where everyone thinks, raw. It usually happens when they're declining physically, right? Yeah. So yeah. you're trying to adapt your game to your exactly. physical decline. And if Fabinho's at the moment trying to think, okay... I'm not as quick or athletic as I was. He wasn't even the most athletic in the first place. When he's not as athletic as he once was, how does he then adapt his game to that? Exactly. That's the question for him. And that's going to take time. I think he can still adapt his game, but it's just a question of how he does that and how we do that. I said that to you the other other day, and it was about like Madrid had that phase like two, three years ago where like we thought like, oh, Cruz, Modric and Casemiro are, are really like, like struggling. Faded. Yeah, yeah, struggling. But then they kind of adapted and changed to a system where they didn't press as much. They didn't like... If they were like... When you see Madrid play against Chelsea in the Champions League, they don't go up against them physically. They're just like, okay, you had the ball and then we'll just count you in our great moments. And I feel like Fabinho and Thiago are still at that stage where they want to win their deals against every single midfielder. Mm. They want to be dominant, but like they can't. So yeah, I don't know. We have to see a change in adapt- adaption. Maybe. In terms of our midfield, so I have a question because I do think about a crossroads now about midfield where based on the signs you make in the future, it's going to define the shape of our midfield moving forward. Yeah. So me personally, so I think what, what's happened since we signed Thiago is we're trying to go for this kind of technical midfield where we have him and Elliot in there, Fabinho holding. Ideally, Cater would have been... Cater as well would have been, been, been someone. So we, 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 we've Elliot gone for a kind yeah. of technical, technically gifted midfield. I am someone who prefers the other midfield where it was more, more robust athletically, covers ground. But what would you guys prefer? So would you guys, because I, I do think it's hard to find players that are like technically amazing and also athletically amazing. I think you kind of have to go one way and compromise the other slightly. Yeah. So you can find a player like, I don't know, Declan Rice, for example. He's a good, he's a good example. Mm. Declan Rice is technically a t- competent player, but he's not Thiago. He's not Harvey yeah. Elliott. He's competent technically. Athletically, is what he offers you is terms of covering ground, ball carrying. Mm. I would prefer that in my midfield personally. Um given where the game has gone, but I would love to hear what you guys think. I, ju- I just think, personally, um, midfield-wise, we haven't, we've been very unlucky with buying players that aren't robust enough. Um, I do feel like Ox was one that was robust, but then that, actually, even then, that Arsenal nah, had a big injury record. But if, but if, my question is, if you, so if you were, if you were signing the midfield right now and I said, okay, there's this guy who's athletic, really powerful, um, good ball carrier, technically not amazing, but like he has all of those things, or, is this guy who technically is just out of this world, but athletically? Is I, I would go. Te- I would go more technical because I feel like up front we're lacking technical ability. Um, in terms of Diaz, I think is the most technical. Jota is more of a shooter. I think Salah is more of a shooter, even though he has upped his technical game in the last couple of years. And I think Nunes, if you want to play him down the middle, I think we need to have someone in the middle that's going to be ready to play him through. Because we made a big investment on Nunes. I think mm. I think if you have a midfield three, you should have one technical player. Yeah, and, th- one. and, th- and then you can have two of a uh, Declan Rice style. Yeah, do you get what I mean? That's fine. That's fine. I, c- I can get it behind. I just think the template we've gone to now at the moment for me falls like halfway in between those two. So between a powerful midfield and between a technical midfield, kind of yeah, halfway, halfway there. House, yeah. And ideally, like Jude. Yeah, and I think I just I just think the twenty eighteen to twenty twenty midfield. Yeah. That's what I want in my midfield for I Liverpool. Know, I, I don't think we could like if that's we want Trent want. in this team for the next ten years. We can't have an all technical midfielder, like all technical. Yeah, yeah I think two out of three. It's impossible because mm. Trent will need protection. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Trent will always need protection. So I feel like, yeah, well, maybe the DM and maybe the the, the right side of the middle will be two physical beasts, and then the left. Because I can imagine Declan mm-hmm. Rice on that right hand side with Trent. That could yeah. be a proper combination. That and also people forget Bellingham plays a lot of his football on the left yeah. for mm. Dortmund. So you could have a midfield three where it's like I don't know. The DM might be the more technical player. And this, this is fantasy world, obviously. We're not we'll probably going to sign both of them. But you can, I can imagine a world where we have Bellingham on the left, 
um, Declan Rice on the, on, on the right hand side, maybe someone more technical and a kind of hold midfield role. Oh, that really? could work really well. I, I don't. Do I, I, mean? th- I think Declan plays as a, as, a, as a DM for us. You know, Same. I don't think he does. I think plays in, in that six. first phase. I, I don't think. He's, I don't think. Do you think so? I don't think yeah. he's good enough in that first phase. I, but I feel like that's how the world sees him. I feel like that's generally so maybe how the so maybe you could go like Bellingham on the left, Declan Rice holding it, Harvey Elliott on the right. You know, yeah, you, do, like, do, do you know like what? Ideally, I think Klopp would want. I I think he would want someone like a, especially a Chua many. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what he wants. Too many, too many, too many Kamavinga type. You know those type of players where they're able to get the ball deep, progress it well, be able and to have and still be a physical. Yeah, piece. and do you know what it is with those kinds of players? So too many in Kamavinga and also Valverde. To be fair, all the ones that Madrid yeah. have, they're the, they're some of the rarest midfielders in that. They're technically yeah. amazing, mm. even like and also even physically like, amazing. Like, TP5, I don't want to say his name, but TP5, like, that's a beast, but on the ball. Yeah, really something like that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. But there's only, there's only like, yeah. how many of those midfielders exist? Not many, exactly. Like, five or six. That's why I'm saying you have to go one way or the yeah. other. Boy. Yeah, nah, you're right, Mike. It's, it's, it's a good question. It's a good question. I, I, I think, I think we are trying to shy away from the, the physical kind of combative midfield um, midfield trio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's clear as day. Like, obviously, we've been trying to kind of phase that out. But I think the problem we've faced is... Man said Arthur alone, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur, Arthur Melo. That, that signing... Arthur Melo is one of the most egregious signings Brazilian oh, ever. ever. I wouldn't do that on FIFA. I, I would not do that on FIFA. Oh, I, <laughs> I would not sign... I say Bajetic... You're going up. I would not sign Arthur on loan on FIFA. No cap. Arthur Melo. And they said Would you, would you do it on FM? Brazilian. It depends on who I'm managing. If you're managing Liverpool, no, and no, no, money no chance. I'm a badge. Yeah, I'm, I'm forcing it still. Maybe if you're managing Burnley in a championship. You know yeah. what? We, you know what? <laughs> this fan base was down so bad because on the final day they were celebrating this guy signing. Like, yeah, let's like, just see what he's called. Like, Are you being serious? This guy's actually shit. Like, he's not good. <laughs> And I said it. Remember, I said, yeah, it. I'm like, said it. This so guy is shit. Like, nah, he's good. Barca signed he's for been on the market. What the fuck you on about? That was the one that pissed me off. That doesn't mean anything. He don't. He don't. He don't. Barca. I was like, all right, bro. I was like, bro. What's all right? What's all right, bro? Arsenal in January last year. But like, we need a midfielder. Our midfielder's gonna like. They knew that party was gonna get injured and it was gonna crumble. Whatever. And like, they looked at Arthur and they're like. Nah, we've got Sambi Lasungu or whatever his name is. We'll be good. Like it's all right, and they they still dropped out of top four, or whatever. But like he's been on the market for time. I mean, Juventus have got like five Whoa. or six midfielders ahead of him. So so on the Arthur thing, to be fair, because I remember I did a pod around the time, and I wasn't celebrating the sign. Let's be absolutely clear about that. But it was one of those where I was like, let's let's wait and see because I, I <laughs> allow thought, it, man. <laughs> I thought based on his Barcelona performances. There could be something there. But obviously, a signing we never should have made, and it goes back to the point about midfield, we should have signed someone like Bruno G. Yeah. yeah. Bruno G is probably another one of those where he's technically yeah. gifted. And, and also, com- and also Bro, that Zachariah even looks better than Arthur Melo. Yeah. So it was just, in, in every single sense, just an egregious signing. And in fact, we signed him on deadline day. You said at the time, And he's injury prone. <laughs> he's actually injury prone. You, you said at the time, Peter, it's, it's the sign of a poorly run club to sign a player who's injury prone on the last day of the window. Yeah, we should have known if she was in a problem in a problem area. By yeah, the way, yeah, we, we should have known. That was, yeah, was, that, that was definitely that mean that. Ah, player to replace Thiago, who's actually injury prone. Like, how does that make any sense? It's egregious. Yeah, I, I, I just think the problem, the problem with our midfield is, it's cool. We, we can set up the way we want to set up, but if your defensive mid isn't physically capable of, you know, 
doing his work in 90 minutes, which is the problem with Fabinho right now. He's obviously dropped off, yeah. I'd say, a good 25% physically. I, I, I genuinely wonder how they react to the Fabinho situation because I think it's clear as day that Klopp has some frustration with him in-game. Yeah. He, no, he wouldn't... Bruv, if he had the choice right now, if he could, he would not start Fabinho. Yeah, yeah. Shout he would this. not. The fact that Fabinho has kind of flipped him off a few times. Yeah, literally, we've seen him arguing in games game. three or four times a season. It's not like a yeah. one-off occurrence. We've literally seen Klopp single Fabinho out and shouts at him at Anfield. He's also alluded in the in, in press conferences that you know he's not able to yeah. do what he wants to do. So I I have a feeling that if he if he had an opportunity to drop Fabinho, he would have. But obviously the situation we're in, we're in. So he's had to play Fabinho every game, and Fabinho has stunk up the joint pretty much every game. And I I just want to say hello to a few of our listeners who keep telling me that Henderson and Thiago are the reason why Fabinho um, is playing as badly as he is. And it's to do with him having to cover Hendo's role. <laughs> it's just not true. I'm sorry. It's just not true. It may have been true last season, but yeah. the stuff he's doing this season has nothing to do with Endo. It's just Fabinho is just way off the pace. Henderson hasn't even like, played the last two, three games. He's been on the bench. He hasn't really been playing him. So. It's yeah, a lazy it's, argument. It's yeah. such a lazy... Because it's easy just to blame Henderson. I mean, I mean, yeah, I get it. I like, I like blaming people as well, but <laughs> I, I don't think that's it. I think Fabinho has just been terrible for a long time. He doesn't have a challenger to his position and he goes in with the mentality knowing that he can start every single game pretty much. I do, I do find it interesting that we've been linked to Rice quite heavily in the last few weeks and by reliable sources too. So you guys might be right. It might be that the club see him as a, as a holding midfielder, yeah. and maybe he's someone that we're earmarking for the next some summer. I would love to see him in an eight role, but it's just the way, like even the way England play him, it's like Declan Rice plus an advanced midfielder. Declan Rice, but plus you know what it is with Rice? Like, it's just the way the football season they see him as a pure DM. But I would love to see him in an eight role. When he was at his Don't best be last season, the stuff he was doing that I was excited by was the fact that he was driving with the ball yeah. with like real pace and power, right. carrying it past three or four players. That's not what a holding midfielder does. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I I could imagine a world where we sign him and play an even number eight. But you could be, you I, guys I don't could be think, right. I don't think the Rice um, discussion is as serious as it's been made Not out. Yet. I Same. think ultimately what's happened is, and take this with a pinch of salt if you want, the people dealing with it from a Chelsea point of view have found out that Liverpool have spoken to its people. <coughs> yeah, yeah maybe that, they're trying to blow out a proportion. And that, that's how the news came out. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. yeah so Chelsea it. have found out that he has, or Liverpool are interested. So basically, they was like, oh, you're trying to talk to my link, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you're trying that, to talk to my link, yeah? Hey, that's check all this. It is. That's all it is. So they expose the messages, yeah? <laughs> I mean, we it's have every... We, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> clubs are interested in, like, tens or twenties of yeah, them. Yeah, like, they'll yeah. always inquire, right? Always. And I think that's that's what it is. He's probably one of many names on our shortlist. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. So I, I don't... I wouldn't take it too seriously. I obviously, think, I'd love him at the club. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I, 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 I Boy, you ridiculed me bare last season about was I'm about a big Rice? fan. Do you know what it is, though? It was a price. Was it Rice? Yeah. Yes. But, but Fahi, do you know what it was? The Mike, guy was mugging <laughs> me off. <laughs> you know what, Mike? Mike changes like the weather. Mike's nasty. He was... <laughs> Mike is so He nasty. got mad aggressive <laughs> with me on the point. But you know what it is? Mike is... Cold, 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 Do you know what it is? Cold. I've never, so I've never, I, if you go back to the group chat, I've never said I don't rate Declan Rice as a player. My thing has always been the transfer fee. So you, remember our debate was, you said you'd pay 80 million pounds for Declan Rice. As yeah. opposed to, I said that was ridiculous. I still think that's ridiculous. Bro, 80 million pounds of Declan Rice or Arthur Mello on a free? Because what I mean, happened was after like saying, would you rather sign Ronaldo or yeah, but, I don't know? Like, yeah, but look, no, but you asked me the question. You're like, in the summer, if you had the chance to pay 80 million pounds on rice, would you do it? And I said, well, fucking yeah. And we didn't. But do you remember? So, so like, let's let's provide some context about this discussion, right? So, it was, would you rather sign Declan Rice for 80 million or Bellingham for 80 million? And I said Bellingham. 
You said Declan Rice. Yeah, but yeah, but so that's why I was mugging you off yeah, on but, pods. Yeah, but, look, <laughs> yeah, but it makes sense based based on the issue that we have in our midfield. Bellingham's much better than Declan no, but that's fine. But that's not what I we think. Fahey was more just desperate to get someone in. I get it. I get it. But so does the job. I wasn't mugging him off because Declan Rice is yeah. a bad player. I, I, I wouldn't pay. I was mugging him off. I like. I like him. I was mugging him off. It's not our dad's money, man. I get it. I was mugging you off because you said you'd have him over Bellingham and also yeah. you pay 80 million. I yeah, was like, I would not do that, but I want Declan Rice, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. understand the context behind it because you, you've got a midfield that can't physically yeah, compete. can't do anything. They can't do anything. No, Belling- I get it, I get Belling- it. But Bellingham's much better than Rice, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bellingham's much better than yeah, Rice, yeah. Right, but you have to hold your hands up and say, saying in the summer you'd pay 80 million for Declan Rice over Bellingham was a bad show. Not really, because I knew Bellingham It's a bad show. Okay, let me ask you this. If we would have signed Bellingham in the summer for 80 mil, do you think our midfield would have been sorted this season? It would not be sorted because no one player is going to sort midfield. I'm telling you now, Bellingham would not have changed anything that's happened in that midfield. No, I, I, don't, I disagree completely. How? Bellingham wins more games for us. He would have improved things. I disagree as well. What the fuck would he have improved? He wins more games for us. He wins more games for example. Bellingham is an athletic and technically competent And he's got an eye for goal as well. We need that. Do you think we would not have been ripped open as much? No, we would have. Of course. I'm not saying, but that's been the issue. But it's not, we're in a position now where it's not one, no one midfielders going to yeah, sort everything no one, yeah. it's going to be like two midfielders plus some structural tweaks yeah agreed agreed but what i'm trying to say so, is, so, so are you saying that Declan rice would have improved us more than bellingham based off this current situation if you look at what has happened if you would have had the choice rice would have definitely solved but it's more between a dm and a cm isn't that so right? you're saying a dm helps us more than a cm it's not yeah. i'm not saying i yeah, don't think yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I, I get that answer i get that answer but, but say bellingham, still improves bellingham us is a much better deal than 80 million for rice in no, any no, no, context i, I agree yeah. i'm not but it's I'm more not, what we need more exactly. what we're i get okay. that i get yeah, that yeah. that's fine yeah but yeah. you have to hold you have to hold that for what you got arthur mello on a free mate that's what you got mate listen i didn't want him we all got we all go with a free you want about what cost? We all go with a free. Well, I think one 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 player that we should talk about is, is Joey Gomez because I don't know. Oh, what's oh going great! On. We've got South London's finest yeah. here. I don't know what we do about him. We've got Mike and uh, Julian, um, huge, huge um, VIP members of the Joey Gomez fan club. Yeah. Um, after the Man City game, they they were living at large. Julian, have we um, still got stocks? What were you saying? They were doing Keenan and Kel in the Carpe group chat. <laughs> they 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 they, they, they were. They they they, they were doing they were doing a madness. Stocks were up. Um, they, up they, they they were they were rubbing in the the profit in our faces. They were like, look, we've been back in this guy this season. We told you he'd be back. We told you he'd be back. Look what he did. And then they went quiet again. What happened? Yeah, we crushed like that FTX guy. You know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're like Elon Musk when he bought Twitter and it still is. Just, I think and the performance this week like it wasn't like a disaster class. Like, that for sure it wasn't a disaster class. It, but it just it just wasn't like. It wasn't impressive. Like it was one of the performances that it just left me with a bit like, Ugh, he's a bit like. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know what? Everything he did was just a bit like. So like the way he's dealing with Shea Adams and that Shea Adams. There was, I think there's one chance that Shea Adams had a header, and Joe Gomez he's ducking underneath, and then Shea Adams gets the header in. Like even when he's falling asleep, when Shea Adams makes that run into the channel, and it's like it's that run into the channel between him and him and um, Trent. It's just like it's night and day between the performance that Konate had last week of Tottenham, where he's just dealing with everything. He's front foot. He's barging Paris to drop the ball. You know what I'm saying? He's strong. And like Gomez, he's just not doing everything convincingly. Like, you, you, see, you see, I think the worst thing you can have in the defence is when someone's not very confident and it just leaves yeah. everyone else with a bit of like doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like every, defenders need to be confident because if you leave that kind of air of like doubt and like 
it will be co- it causes kind of like a panic in the back line. Mm. And I feel like he was just causing a bit of a panic in the back line where it just didn't need to be. I actually just think Gomez has gone through a slight evolution as a player where he was what Kamati was maybe a few years ago. He was this aggressive front foot defender. Whereas really now quick. he needs to be the Van Dyke. Now he's the Van Dyke. Yeah. So now he's Agreed. a sweeper. And I don't think Agreed. I actually don't think it works playing him and Van Dyke together because no. both of them are very passive defenders. Yep. And if you have two and Van passive Dijk's relying on Gomez to do, be, be, be the, the Yeah. And 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 also we have to remember that teams still pull onto the player that plays next to Van Dyke. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're being passive in that role, it's not gonna work well for you. So mm. I just think Gomez needs to recalibrate who he is as a player and understand that he's a sweeper. And us as a club, maybe, need to realise that we can't probably play him against intense forwards like Che Adams. We can't play him without that together because it's not going to work. I think he still has that athletic ability. No, I think does, he's more he his confidence. He, he showed it against confidence. Man City. Yeah, he did. I was going to say, like, I feel like with Joe Gomez at the moment, especially with the big injuries he's had, he's very, especially as you said, that sweeper role that he used to have where he was quite aggressive when, we, when he was at his best along yeah. with Van Dijk, where he was actually chasing defenders down, barging them off the ball and being a physical threat and, and confident as well. I feel like he's definitely lost a lot of confidence since his injury. He's kind, of, he's kind of thinking stuff like, oh, if I go in for this, like mentally that would happen. And we need to give like, him time. We need to give and, him time. And, and that's what I was going to get to. Like what, what Joe Gomez is probably used to is that There'll be a time where, Ib- um, like, if he's fucking up, Ibrahim Okonate or Matip will step in. And what I love about this season, especially with Klopp as well, with a lot of these players, not just not just Joe Gomez, is that you're gonna, you're not. There's no hiding anymore. Yeah, they've had to play. You've had to play through it. And what I think Joe Gomez needs to do is what I think he needs to play through it. I think he needs to play through this bad stage and kind of get his confidence back and kind of be like, okay, this is what I actually need to do on a football pitch during 90 minutes because it. it you have to remember that. Big, big, big injuries he's had. No, not not trying to give him a plea, but it's, these things happen. But, so if he's playing through this, how many games does he cost us in that run? If he plays, cost like, us. If, if, I just think if he plays like what a question. <laughs> that's, that's such a loaded question. It's yeah, ridiculous. But like, if, if he played like ten games straight, <laughs> like I feel like there'll be at least three or four games where he makes a mistake or something like that. Like mm-hmm. he might get back in form at the end of the ten games. But have we got like enough time, or have we got? We haven't really could we need to climb up the table at some point. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think he, I don't think with um Kanate coming back. Or maybe I'd play I may, my answer to that maybe even to my own questions, I'll play him right back. Nah. For a lot of games. I think we need to we need to we need to get him at centre back because all this putting right back centre back is just giving him more uncertainty. Just honestly, just with Gomez as well, one thing I would say is it didn't help that Matip and Kanati were out at the time he was playing. Yeah. So Gomez is someone that shouldn't be playing three times a week, I don't think. Physically where his body is, mentally in terms of the concentration required to play three times a week. He's not there yet. So I just think for him, it's about being rotated in and out of the side and picking the games that suit him the best. The games that suit him the best are probably games where he is going to be challenged physically maybe and he's, he's encouraged to get back into that mindset of being the physical defender. Southampton is one of those games though. Too, yeah, so. it is. Che Adams, I don't think someone has challenged you physically. What? Yeah. He's sharp. I think he's sharp. He's sharp. Yeah, he's, he's more so sharp. Like, the, the reason why I think the Harlem one... quick movements, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. So it's, it's a bit, you know it's a bit it, both. So you know what it is? I feel like when you have a centre forward like a Harland or maybe like a, a, I don't know, Callum Wilson. Like a Mitrovic or something like that. Someone who, demand, who demands your attention physically Gomez knows his job. Okay, I'm gonna get get against this guy. Yeah. Win my jewels against this guy. Whereas when it's someone like Shea Adams, it's a bit more like. But that's not like, excuse. Someone, do you know what Shea Adams will like? He will turn off about ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes, not do anything, and all of a sudden he makes a darting run into like. Yeah, but that's player, that's that's that's, that, that's not <laughs> no, excuse. Though. I don't know if that's a good player. I just, no, I just feel like that's just, that's just the way. It's not an excuse, man. It's not an, I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm just saying that those are the games that suit him. We've seen him against those type of players this season. 
get back to the Gomez we know where he can be physical and quick. But Napoli, oh, oh, oh. Austria yeah, was bullying my man. <laughs> Bad day in the office. <laughs> yeah. No, man. I, I just think with Gomez, we, we need to kind of look into make turning him into like a Van Dyke kind of role. And and he needs to... And not, I wouldn't mind that. He needs to too. not be the aggressor moving forward and he needs to be the one that kind of reads the game. It's mad annoying because he's been the aggressor at times this season and it's worked. Yeah. 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 He, he needs to... To be honest, I think he needs to look deep within himself, especially over this... <laughs> <laughs> over hell. this over this World Cup period, especially and like actually like work get that knee on the leg press machine hard so you know <laughs> that Roy Keane that Roy Keane okay, go go nuts because you you have to know when you're coming back now like you're gonna go into challenges you have to be so more. So Julian, how many how many chances you given him? No, as long as he's limited. Oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as he's here, he's my dog, man. Like, come so on. So like, okay, if he has a bad season this season, like not a bad season, but it just continues in this kind of one game good, one game shit, one game good, one. So, we go again. He's number two. Like, what do you want? What do you want us to do? So, so, you, want, you want sell him? You want look to sell him, or you want look to? No, just, that's a good player right there. Ride <laughs> <laughs> it out. Because I can't lie. Honestly, one, he's. I'm, I'm. This is what I'm starting to think now. One, homegrown. Two, like a good at, at best. I'm. I'm ready to accept that Konate is like the future. Yeah. At centre back for us. Undoubtedly. Yeah. At best, a good third, fourth choice centre back who's. Probably to be honest, if we're going to be honest, if we told Joe Graham, listen, if you don't pattern up, like this is what your role is going to be because look at what Kanai is doing. And he's, to be fair, he's been pretty humble and he's been been, been pretty accepting of his role. Yeah. If he sees himself that he's not doing the best, I don't think he has a leg to stand on to be like, well, I need to leave. Um, I would want him to stay and I want I would honestly want him to get that that spot where even when Van Dijk um, retires or, or moves on, like he's that guy, but he has to prove it. I think he, he's in a position in his career now where... If a bid came in for him from saying Aston Villa, a bid that Liverpool would deem to be his value, yeah, you wouldn't lose sleep if we sold him. No, no. But at the same time, you wouldn't push him out the door. So you wouldn't be exactly. actively looking to sell Joe Gomez because he's a good squad member and someone who can contribute in starting eleven. Yeah. So that's where he exists at the moment. And I think for him, the challenge is becoming indispensable again. So becoming a player that we can rely on week in, week out. Either he becomes a sweeper player that he's trying to become or he becomes a physical player that we once had he's going through an identity crisis and a crisis of confidence and I think those are the things he needs to resolve moving forward Yeah. and once he does resolve that he, I think he'll be a really valuable member for us so I'm I'm on the mindset I don't give up on him yet he's only 20 what 25 yeah yeah Yeah. I'm not gonna lie fans man like I've, 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 the fans are brutal like I, I saw that there was an Alisson comp um, of him doing well and I was like this is Julian saying this yeah, yeah like, <laughs> I, like, I, 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 I don't know what I think it is I was like raw like I was like oh so Gomez oh he's not to the level anymore I was like Jesus Christ. so Julian what's your thoughts on Curtis Jones <laughs> <laughs> good you toxic finest you know what I mean you know uh, yeah. Um, yeah so with Gomez it's interesting to see that it's his seventh season at the club man like yeah, seven seasons. He he's three seasons away from a testimonial. Jesus, mad isn't it when you think yeah. about it? He's been with us since he was like seventeen. So it's uh, crazy. Um, all right, let's let's have a quick break and then we can do a mid-season review. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, we're back. All right, mid-season review. Um, let's get out of here, man. Uh, boy, all right. So to give an overview, we are sixth in the league uh, with six wins, four draws and four losses. Um, we are through to the next round of the Champions League. We're playing Real Madrid next. Uh, League Cup, we're in the next round versus Man City. And obviously FA Cup hasn't happened yet. Uh, Mike, what are your thoughts on, on on the information I've just read out? I think it's obviously not what we wanted at the start of the season, but it could have been worse. It's, it's where I am at the moment because genuinely, I think there's a world where we could be maybe where Chelsea are, where we've lost like three or four in a row. We're going to the World Cup break on a real downer. But we're in a position now where, okay, look, we're not where we want to be, but we have lots to play for moving forward. So we're still in the Champions League. We got like the Carabao Cup, and if we beat City in that, it really opens up for us. The FA Cup is still there, so I'm in the, I'm in the mindset now of just let's just see what happens. You know, we've played what 14 league games, so we still got loads of games to go in the league. There is still hope in the league that we can climb the table. Look, look, look no one's thinking about a title race now. We're just thinking of getting to the top four, and let's just see what the cups have to offer. So it's not what any of us wanted at the start of the season. What we wanted was a title run, pushing City again going one better than we did last season and winning the league that wouldn't happen this year but there is still some hope that we can take into the second half of the season interesting uh, Peter yeah um, it could be worse due to if we didn't have Alisson boy boy oh boy oh boy I feel like I don't know where it would be to be honest in terms of like I feel like he saved us a lot but we said this last season as well by the way with Alisson I feel like people he's incredible forget. he's just incredible yeah. I think the last we, two seasons these two seasons have been up there with the best Premier League performance you know, you know yeah. the clear cut chances we concede like this was happening last season as well there's that goalkeeper the guy who does tweets about goalkeepers I think his name's John Harrison and he's been tweeting about how amazing Alisson's been over the last two seasons like Allison is performing at a really, really, really high level. Like we're seeing something that we haven't really seen from a goalkeeper for Liverpool or in the Premier League, really. Like it's yeah, proper. In terms of denying one on ones, saving clear cut chances, he's performing to a really high level, man. We give really at high. least like two one ones every, every single game. game. Every like, game. Every yeah. time I look at IXG, it's always above one. Southampton <laughs> got their highest XG in an away game this season <laughs> against us. I mean, it was one point two, I think, hell, and then ours was like one point nine. But yeah, it's just incredible that what he does. Like I've got teams; they go one v one against us. And it's like, okay, we've fashioned this opportunity. It's another thing to get past Alisson. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're almost getting past two walls in essence. So, but um, yeah, our performance to this season um, so far, I just, yeah, I think it's definitely been disappointing. What um, went wrong? What? So I think the first midfield, oh, well, the first issue for me is obviously the midfield. And for us fans or for us at Coppen, it was really clear to see that this midfield would struggle in this um, season. Just in terms of them, obviously not being physic, not being um, being able to cope physically in this league. And like even last season, I, I saw signs of it, but like it was like these guys are getting older, and it felt like we. So you're resigning Milner, you're resigning Henderson, um, Fabinho's getting one year older, and then like obviously Thiago's there as well. We just knew that this would be a problem, and we went to the season still trying to play 
I think we even, we became even more expensive with older players. And I just feel like that doesn't even make sense. Like we became even more expensive. We tried to do more things. We tried to get Salah wider. We tried to uh, um, evolve our play with with, with um, Nunes, and we tried to um, what's it called? Like play Fabinho and Thiago, obviously more and great Elliot into the squad. And we just tried to do a bit too much with players that are getting older, and it, it just really didn't really make sense. All right, I'm going to challenge you on that. Yeah, right? and I'm not just challenging you um, singularly. I'm, it's it's everyone really. Yeah. So you're saying that. We as Copend knew that there was a problem with the midfield and that they would struggle. But we as Copend, if I look at it from, from an outsider's perspective, we all thought that we would do really well this season. <laughs> yeah, we did. So ha- how does that make sense? I, I f- again, I just thought we could, in my, in my opinion, I thought, okay, we could go one more season again. Basically, like, we could put a pin in it and yeah. we could get by yeah. with the likes of Fabinho, like Thiago. I knew that we'd have to eventually change it, but I thought, these guys, they still have this quality. We almost, we went for a quadruple last year. We obviously finished one point behind City. These guys can go again, maybe one more season. And maybe we, we've added Nunes, we've added a bit more Cavalio and things like this. And City have added Haaland, but maybe they might take a bit of a while adapting to not having Sterling and Jesus, so we do well. But I genuinely didn't think the midfield would be this bad, honestly speaking. I, I didn't think it would be this bad. I think a lot of us went into the season with a, I've got one more in me. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's just like yeah. just one final push for this yeah. group and then maybe next summer we deal with the chaos that happens. That's what I thought. But So, so Julian, at what point did you realise that, yo, this is a really bad situation? United away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah United away. I was bad. like, the first, the first Fulham game, you can kind of look past and be like, okay, that's not the best start to the season. Weird result, but okay. Weird result, but okay. <laughs> flex, oh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, okay. Palace at home, you can kind of, all right, so we got sent off. So yeah, yeah. we got we got Nunes yeah. sent off. It's a bit chaotic. And even then, Palace... And that out, Phillips played. The Phillips, Phillips played, played, yeah. And even then, it was still like, you know my, you know the vibe I was on. I was like, the midfield is fucked yeah. like, from the start of the season. And when the United game came, that's when I was like, raw. I, I was gobbed. Yeah, I was like, raw. Like, we got touched. Yeah, yeah, and 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 even from from the from kickoff when I saw Milner playing, I was like, nah, this is Milner's like starting <laughs> at Old Trafford, like three games into the season. That's when I was like, all right, cool. This is we are fucked. This is bad. This is bad. And even going into the game, I remember saying that we wasn't going to win. And then from when we actually lost, yeah, and the yeah, way we lost, we I was so like, bad. I told I told Harold and Elliot and Yak, sorry. On the pod we did after the Palace game on the Monday night, we were losing that game. Really? Yeah. Do you know what it was? It's on my birthday, that game, United game. United, we're never beating United on my birthday. Too good to Oh, here we go. Here we go. got fucking all the... Yeah. Main character. Main character syndrome. Oh, behave, behave. Also, that and also just like, United have just lost to Brentford. Yeah, they needed, they they needed to, to rise it. So, so yeah, so if so you thinking lost 4-0, why would you then think... Because I was thinking react, Old Trafford under the lights reaction. Oh, allow it. They man. needed to heritage, rise Heritage, heritage. Sometimes heritage, bro. You, you told me about heritage all the time, yeah, brother. Yeah, true. I mean, it, and you were right. This is what happened. So, and, and that game, like you guys said, it was just so... That attack was bleeding. It was Van Dijk's performance, Bad. Trent's performance on the ball and defensively. The midfield, the midfield was horrible. It was a horrible performance. That, for me, is a low point of the season. But yeah, 100%. Let's, let's be clear, though, because the midfield is one issue, but the hangover from last season is crazy. Yeah, like, I yeah. feel like these guys, they were so, like, I think maybe not winning that quadruple or not winning that Premier League or Champions League really got to them, and they weren't ready for the season. And the break, they were 100% and felt like, and they felt like uh, I don't know if it was you guys, but I feel like football came around mad fast. Yeah, yeah, it did. And it they came around mad they, fast. They were clearly still, like, it did. Yeah, <laughs> in a mess, probably heartbroken from not winning, and you're having to play another season again 
we could, ugh, you know what I'm saying? We haven't even got any additions. Yeah. Like, so Do you know what it is as well, Pete? I think the worst case scenario for us at the end of the season, in my mind, in the players' mind, was you win three of the four. Yeah. So we might not win all four. You, but you, but you win one four. of the big ones. Yeah, one of the big ones. One of the big ones yeah. was meant to come home. And I think if, to be honest with you, I do think psychologically, if we won Champions. the Champions League it final, been fine. I think we would have been fine this season because that mentally you think, okay, listen, we won three of the four trophies on offer with this group of players. We've added new new, new nairs. Okay, we haven't refreshed things enough, but there's enough for us to kick on again. And ultimately yeah. that hasn't happened. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think, if we won one, that would have been more reason for, and I think more, it would have given more credence to the fact that, yeah, this season would have been... Don't, I think it would have been... How much failure it, can these men take? It, it, no, it, no, if they, if they won one, if they won one in the big ones, I think if they won the Champions League, for example, I definitely feel like there would have been a couple of players who would have been like, all right, cool, this I'm is it. Yeah, like, I don't think so. I think mentally, they would have been, been gone I think, for me. Do you know what it is? I feel like it's what Peter says. They've had so much failure in this group. And it's not even like they've won so much as well, but also like coming second city again with one point. Losing the Champions League final again. To Real Madrid again. To Real Madrid again. <laughs> it's just like, there's yeah. only so many... Def- and then also the Paris thing, like their families were affected in the in the horrors that happened that day. So like, yeah. and then the season comes around quickly. So traumatically for them, they've lost out on the two big trophies. Their family's been caught up in some madness in, 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 in the stadium. The season comes around like literally two months after that and they have to go again. Like mentally, that's a lot for the players. Yeah. So they haven't got the second win they needed to kind of just push through this season. Um, and that's why I think, I mean, it's partly explained why we are where we are today, where we're... We won stakes, drawn four, lost four. I mean, even, even like towards the end of last season, we were just getting by. Like even like the, the they were struggling. Yeah, we was winning games. I remember what game was it? Ah, uh, it might have been Aston Villa. That Aston Villa game. I think we went, we was losing, and then we came back. Mm. We came back to win. Swept a game. We changed it up. The two finals that was in got to penalties. Like we was just getting through that season. Even we, we what was the last game of the season? We, we Wolves. Yeah, Wolves. We, we was losing, and then we came back again. Yeah. Like. So they were just getting by. All these games, they were just getting by. I think, okay, let's just get to and the then when it And that was more aura. That was aura yeah. rather than, you know, being able to do it. Um, and I remember, obviously, FA Cup final, uh, Mike took me. Thank you very much, brother. Anytime, brother. Um, yes, yeah, so, so so we went to the game and I remember telling Mike, I was like, yo, like, look at these guys. Like, look at Diaz. This guy <laughs> yeah. cannot run. And this is like, this was like, it was like 50 minutes remember. in. Bro, he could not run. Like, really? he was struggling. I was like, yo, there's no way in hell the Champions League final he'll be able to kind of impact anything. That makes sense why Carl, he struggles so bad with Carvajal because so, I just He couldn't do care. anything. He, he couldn't do anything. And I think they were just zapped out. They had nothing left. Do you remember Van Dijk went off in that game as well? Yeah. yeah. So did yep. Salah. So did Salah. Salah. <sighs> And that says it all. Yeah. Your two best players had to go off because yeah. they just had Bad nothing off. left. It was just a really, it was a really like pressure situation, delicate situation we're in where players physically were just back in the season. They were like just patching themselves up. Yeah. So it is what it is, man. It is what it is. All right. So, so, so are we, are we putting it down to the lack of reinforcements in midfield and Klopp, 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 Klopp. Okay, Klopp's, so, Klopp's so got there, some blame. thank you. All right, Klopp's so got some blame. Yeah, there we go. Okay, that, that that's good of you, Peter. Talk to me about where Klopp went wrong because I, I think we've been quite kind here. And, yeah, and we're being like, oh, you know, it was a hangover from last season. It was the midfield. It was Trent playing bad. All this kind of stuff. But where does the manager come into this? Yeah, I think the manager comes into this because, in essence, he did obviously want to reinforce his midfield, but. I think he thought it was a case of, okay, we either get too many or we get no one. And the midfield is good enough that if I don't get too many, I can get by a Pennison, Milner, Thiago, Fabinho again, and we'll be fine. And it really wasn't that case. I mean, like obviously now it's become iconic, but that press conference about, um, yeah, 
I've got nine midfielders. I've got this profile. I've got that profile. If I slap, bro, <laughs> I wanted to flog. You tell me what we need. Was. You know what I'm saying? I've got My Kate, God. who's a dribbler. I've got Fabinho, who's a DM. I've got Thiago. Oh, Tyler Morton. You know what I'm saying? So that, that now has become like an iconic, um, obviously, press conference where that's where it all kind of, kind of went wrong. And Klopp, I feel like he had so much faith in this midfield that I don't know why he did. You know what I'm saying? It's clear for us to see that this midfield would struggle this season because, yes, we have nine midfielders, but half of them are injury prone. But he felt he failed to realise that he was injury prone. And then once he started getting injuries, he came out and said, at the beginning of the season, oh, I think there's a witch doctor at Anfield. Like, He's like, no, no brother. <laughs> no, no, bro, this is just what they are. Like, just, you just got injury prone players. You know what I'm saying? There's no witch doctor here. So, and then, okay, okay cool. So now we've gone into the season again and he's, so he's seen that the players are kind of tired. They're not um, obviously at their best. And he still tried to kind of um, shoehorn his 4 3 3 and make us play 4 3 3 until we couldn't know more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he played it, played it, played it. It took him out. too long to change it. It took him way too long. We and he changed games. it at the Arsenal game, right? Yeah. The, before no, the Arsenal Rangers. He changed it against Rangers because yeah. obviously Rangers are probably the worst team in the Champions League. And then we looked a bit better. And But the problem is that he changed. I think we had an easy run of games. Before he changed that, it afterwards. He changed it in our hardest run of games. Yeah. So he changed it against... So the games was Rangers, game was Arsenal, it was Man, Man City, City uh, Ajax. West Ham, yeah. Ajax. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, that's the hardest run of games. So even yeah. if the formation is going to work well, you're not even going to know because you're facing the hardest teams in the league. You're yeah. facing victory first and second. Yeah. And we managed to beat one of them, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? We lost to the other one. So I feel like it took him way too long to change it. So yeah, he, he's got to be out of thought for it. There was midfielders that could have improved us in the summer, but he didn't want to go for them. I think there are times when... Look, we, we all think Klopp is, if not the best manager in the world, certainly in the top two. Yeah. But there are times when a manager manages a tough situation in a bad way. And I think at yeah. times this season, Klopp has managed what is a difficult situation, a situation of his making to some extent, given the comments he made about midfield in the summer. But a difficult situation, I think he's managed it poorly at times. I think there are times when tactically he hasn't done the right things in-game and also before the game in terms of the way we've been set out to go into the game. He's made bad substitutions, but he, it happens. Like players go through bad spells, and so do managers. And I think, and I hope that he's gone through his bad spell now. Yeah. He uses these six weeks to refresh, take some time off, go to the bar with the players, have a good time, whatever. And then he comes back being the best version of himself from January or December onwards. That's my hope because I think he's had a bad time. Like he's not managing to the best of his ability, in my view. Yeah, there's some yeah, decisions like the Arsenal game where. <coughs> The Arsenal game, Julian, when he, he takes off, uh, he takes off Salah, and we're trying to chase a game. Chase a game. Henderson right wing, Elliot left wing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like those are the you're just there. Like I couldn't believe that's that, the, the thing way. with Klopp as well. Like this isn't the first time he's ban- he's managed a bad situation in a bad way. Like I remember during lockdown when he was playing guys like Henderson and Fabinho centre back, and it's like, bro, as much as like we're in a crisis, like you really didn't have to do that. Which kind of and he done it for a few games as well. Yeah. And what, what is with Klopp? He's quite stubborn. And he'll continue before, doing it. And he'll continue doing yeah. it until, until like... Wrong and strong. Wrong, yeah, which is exactly. He'll continue doing it until like, he hits a point where he's like, I, actually, yeah. we're actually in a really, really <laughs> bad actually, position I right might now. I actually do what everyone is saying it's I should a, do. Yeah, I should do. And then and then when, when it actually happens, he, even when the way like he concedes, it's like, ah, oh, you guys got me. Yeah. In like, <laughs> in like a sarcastic <laughs> kind of way. So, why are you asking me about this? Why are you asking you, about this? You wanted this to happen. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. You it's know, like, you, you, he's like, you know the situation. Like, come on, man. And it's like, oh, but yeah. Even even the way to be honest, the the way he's dealt with transfers and, and the way he spoke about things, it's like he was right. That, I need them feel that. Yeah, well. like the arrogance that he's had. Um, in, in and and I would say some would say self belief in the, in, in this team yeah. is was was t- it's taken too far. Like that 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 kind of sense of loyalty. Um, 
could have done, could have been really really bad. Even even in sometimes like for example like starting Milner so much still, like on and and playing him and bringing him on instead of like for example giving Badgetic Badgetic. Well, I'm just gonna call him Badge. But um, instead of giving him like a few minutes in like the 80th minute, like it's like decisions like that where I'm like. Are we really still doing this? But then, of course, everyone's going to come and say, but Muna hasn't done anything that bad, though. So, it is what it is. But, yeah, man, hold that clock. He's kind of turned it around, I guess. Yeah. It's took him long enough, but he's, 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 I feel like he's now... I think the tactical tweaks of obviously playing Nunes, obviously left wing, maybe dropping Trent back, taking Trent out of the limelight sometimes, um, having Fabinho and Thiago next to him. He's kind of t- he's tweaked it so that mm. we look much better. But I think it, it did take him a bit too long, to be honest. But... I mean, what can you do? And and do you feel like if if you had to kind of if if you look at when he did finally change it, do you feel like it cost? Because to me, it feels like it's cost us six points. And and I think we should actually be around. So what around. games did you think we should have won? So so the the two before the fucking uh, Rangers game. I would yeah, even. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna I, lie though. To be honest, I just think there's two games we lost back to back. Was it Fulham and not Fulham? Sorry, Leeds and and Notts Forest. I was just about to say that was just disgraceful. If we, if we, I don't even know what to say about it because I don't know how you what what do you pinpoint to say what went wrong there? It was just horrible. Bringing on, bringing on um, Milner. But it's not Milner though, is it? Bringing on Milner against Bruh, Nottingham Forest touched us. Now that, that's if what I was gonna say. Yeah, with with those two games that we lost. That's why where I'm like, I, I, yeah, have, lean, I, have, le- I have lenience for Clock. where I'm like, <laughs> I don't even understand Klopp. that. Those you, man, how could you not get yeah. a result there? No, the, 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 the Leeds game, structurally, we were set up really badly. You think so? Really badly in that game. Why'd you say that? It was t- the, the diamond didn't work at all. We had, mm. t- we had Thiago playing in a box-to-box diamond role where he had to cover ground. Oh, yeah. And you know what it is? I think sometimes it's really obvious when Klopp doesn't rate another team. Because, yeah. like, for example, that United team that lost 4-0 to Brentford, he didn't rate them. No. That's why he played Milner and Elliot in midfield. Yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't thought, rate yeah, them. Yeah, he he thought, you know what? Fuck it. I can. I can. Pick yeah. Even up. even the interview before, like you see the 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 the, po- the pre match interviews where he, on on the touchline, where he was he was he was looking like he was on holiday, bro. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, I'm out, here, man. Like, I mean, Old Trafford's looking nice. Even that, that Forest lineup not good enough. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cavall- playing Cavallo, playing like yeah, he, he played Cavallo, Elliot, and Jones in that yeah, game. That's, so, that's, that's so, so I don't think good enough. I should have think in those two games, Klopp's given us enough. Yeah, I mean, I can't really. remember the injury situation before not not um, before. Thiago, but, Thiago got to, but to defend Klopp, but to defend Klopp though, to defend Klopp, in those games, obviously, uh, to be fair, we're in the, we are we in. We had Henderson, Trent on the bench, but in those games, aren't those the kind of games where you're like, all right, Klopp, we want to see some of our youngsters start? Nah, but not no, all not, three not, of them. Not, not in Forest away. Away from home, not Forest. Twelve thirty kickoff. Nah, nah not. Oh, twelve. Oh, yeah, Saturday lunch. I can't lie. You were abroad. Yeah, I was. Do you know why? Do you know why those two games for me annoy me the most? Because if we won those two games, we're on twenty-two points now after yeah, fourteen games. We're on 28, 28 points with a game in we're hand, game in hand. Yeah. on yeah. Tottenham. So, so where would that take us? In the table? That would take us to above Tottenham, so in the top four, and oh. we would, we would, we would, we would have. 31 points and be third if we won our game in hand. What? Yeah. So we'll be in a really good position yeah. if we won those two games. Those, those, those two games for me, of all the games we've well, lost this season. We're not actually season, that far off. We're not that far off. No, we are, we are. Well, we, we are, are now. now. Yeah, yeah, we, we are, are now. now. But we wouldn't have been if we would have just won yeah. the two games. That we so you could, you could make an argument. Suppose we win those two games. We're 20, 28 points of a game in hand. You could make the whole like, oh, we could be in the title no, race I would thing. Say, no, I'd say we are Genuinely. Because like we would be like four points behind City with a game. With, with, no, not with a game in hand. We, would, we'd, we played the same number of games. But we'd have be four points behind them and like nine points behind Arsenal or something. After one, Leeds, like Leeds are looking at their... Row of fixtures and they've just lost, 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 win, lost, lost. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. There was, I think it was Mesley, like, um, Melier's, like, sofa score, and it was just all, like, reds. And then he it has one like green against us. And then yeah. green against us. I was yeah. thinking, like, how are these guys even, like, 
typical Liverpool. It is. It's what we just do, giving man. guys a career yeah. for what reason? But but this is this is Liverpool Football Club. We've done this from a young age of mine. Every time I've watched Liverpool in a season, we will beat the best teams and we'll lose to the shittest. Yeah, and we we, we do it, bro. I remember it was the ninety nine two thousand season. We were supposed to get top four. Yeah, the final game was against Bradford City. Fucking hell! <laughs> and guess what? We lost to Bradford City and we didn't get top four. Bradford City. Are still, uh, a football club or administration happened. Fucking hell, they're... Are they, no, no, Bradford City is managed by Mark Hughes. Oh, yeah, okay. that's still a club. Oh, yeah, 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 I thought they were playing football against SC Dons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's AFC Wimbledon. That's AFC Wimbledon. I think they're National League, to be fair, but yeah. Oh, like, so, so no, the League 2. I've, I've Bradford the League 2. League 2. Yeah, yeah. I've always seen it, man. Mark Hughes is managing in League 2. Yeah. Do you see the British managers, yeah? Yeah. How done they fall off, man. Scary. Very scary. All right, so where do we go from here for the rest of the season? And I feel like, obviously, we're not really at a midway point, but this is technically for this season, the midway point of the season. Based off what you've seen so far and what is coming up ahead and what you've seen from the opposition and how Newcastle are playing, how Chelsea are playing terribly. Obviously, Arsenal have been fantastic this season. What do you think is a salvageable season for us that makes it respectful and that you can kind of accept it as a fan and be like, look, you know what? Based off what happened at the start of the season, this is where we were at. But now that we've ended here, I'm actually quite content and happy that we did this and we can go again next year. I would take winning a trophy and a top four finish. Yeah, I'll take. I uh, fuck winning the trophy. Forget um, FA Cup and um, what? Nah, I need it. I need it, man. Give me a give me give me a Champions there, League, bro. And you can finish wherever you what want. Champions League, you think we can win, bro? But I know. But then I'll say. But you, I'll say top three. Top three. I'll be happy. That, Peter, is if we beat Real Madrid, it really opens up. Yeah. No, if we beat Madrid, I'll say that we're winning Champions League. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But we won't beat Madrid because Madrid have that heritage. Do you know what's funny? Madrid have got better since we last played them. Yeah, they're even worse. <laughs> and we're worse. Yeah, we're worse. But that, that's, that sets it up for a magical night at Anfield, in my view. Yeah, but oh, it's, it's not going to happen. That's I'll Liverpool too heritage. many chances. Like, you see those like, 17, 18 seasons and 16, 17? Like, it was really exciting. And it was like, if you catch us in that whirlwind, like, yeah. it's peak. We, ain't got like, we haven't got that whirlwind. Like, no. we, we got good moments. Like, Physically, we haven't got it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we, we don't come better teams now. Like, if you, like, if you caught us at 17, 18, you caught us at Anfield on a night. Fam, like Firmino, Chamberlain, that like, were getting at you, boom, boom, boom. Mm. Like now, it's just like mm, good team, Sellers there, Nunes there. But like, you're gonna get chances. That's why I want to go back to the physical, dynamic midfield. I just want, I want energy. I want someone that can cover ground. I'm fed up of, I touch, you touch. Give me <laughs> someone who can run. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. I think, from my opinion, I'll say a top four finish. But I want second or third. You know, if we just scrape fourth, second or third. I, if, I, if, I'll, if, I'll if take just, third. If you just scrape fourth, I'm not really happy with that. Nah, it has what, to be third. Why not? What, yeah, third. No, nah, I don't want fourth. <laughs> yeah, like, what's fourth? Like, you just, ah, so, just so, okay, so, so if I offered you the FA Cup and, and, and finishing fourth, you would you would be a bit unhappy with that? No, I'd no take I'll that. take that. I'll take that. But I'm just saying, like, I wasn't talking about cups. I was just saying in general. In, in general. The league. Like, I just, if you just got fourth, I'll, I'll tuck my tail and just be like, oh. yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll just tuck my tail and I'll just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really trying to get I got trouble. shot, but I survived. That's what it is. That's that. fair. Yeah. No one's going to have a street break because you finished fourth. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, Arsenal fans would, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're a weird bunch. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just think it's, 
Obviously, I would like a cup as well. Don't get me wrong. I like, I've talked about how I like. Can't lie, man. Just give me the Champions well. League, but I don't want these nannies for gazy. Nah, cups, bro, like, man. Bro, the feeling of those cups, man. FA Cup. Have you watched the video? Yo, Michael's kneeling in tears. We won it last year. I don't care. Yo, big man like Michael's kneeling in tears. Genuinely. Over FA Cup. Oh, fucking FA Cup, man. We won it last year. Just give me a league. I need that Carabao Cup. I need it, man. Carabao Cup, yeah. I need it. I need us to tank in the competition. You know what? You can tell I respect it more because I don't call it the Calypso Cup anymore. Yeah, I've, I've been calling it Carabao Cup for the past twelve months. It's yeah. a, it's a, it's a respectable. I need us to tank, Julian. When we won a Carabao Cup, like I didn't okay, care. So it, no, it you changed did. our season. It was in February. It changed our season. Shootout. I saw all my life. I didn't care. Yeah, but bro, it changed it our did, season. Bro. So. What do you mean so? It's the reason why we Listen, did so well. Yeah. If we need the Carabao Cup to change our season, then we need to deeply look at ourselves because boy. But it can though. It, like, you take everything as a boost. I'm, nah, nah, man. I, I, I need if, a If you win Carabao Cup, I can see us finishing third or something like that. Yep. <sighs> Dude, it's sad that that has to happen, yeah. but Jesus I think that's Christ. what happens. But it's, it's not even sad. It's, it's a basic thing in sport. Yeah, Moment, yeah, yeah. Momentum, and it just... momentum is an important thing in sport. If you win a trophy against Chelsea in a final, it's good. Do you still think we're a top top team? Uh, Listen, Kerr, I'm trying to. Win, <laughs> I'm trying to. Win, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to win Champions League and other things a, there, bro. If if not, just get top three, and I'll and I'll be like, right, just keep it stepping, and then next year we have to do. Have to I, I I I I want a trophy this season, and I think it's part of the momentum. obviously if we win one for me. It's part of the momentum thing because it's just winning. Yeah. So yeah. Do you know the, the example I always use is Chelsea. When Chelsea would have a mad season where they sacked their manager and got Gus Hooding King, they'd always be in Wembley in, in May yeah. With, yeah. with the FA Cup. That's yeah. what I want us to be. In a bad season, you finish fourth and you win the trophy. And we're yeah. still in a position where a lot of other teams would want to be. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. It's, 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 it's cultivating that kind of habit of just finishing the season with a trophy. Finishing I can't lie. It's trophy. The, for me, it's the Liverpool way, winning trophies. That should be yeah. the mentality for us. Okay, you're not in a position where we want to be, win a trophy still. Like, even our young players, finals final should be normal to them. Like, it should be normal. Like, they're playing in it. Because you don't want to, like, have a team where Nunes, Diaz win the title race in two years' time and these men are just nervous and they're just all like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to be getting to those points of the season where like you're in finals constantly and it's a thing, you know what I'm saying? So I'll keep yeah. it real. I'm just waiting for the new owners to come true. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, you're just biding your time in it. Yeah, you're, you're no, right now, all of this, all of this like winning stuff is is air. As long as I get my owners and that is an interesting like, point. January could be real. very interesting. Julian's just sitting there. You know, like when you were at uni, you just waiting for student loan to drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're waiting for that maintenance yeah, grant nah. to come through. Yeah, you, you know, like, you know when you, you know when you're like, I'll, and I'll, you're just checking your account. By the way, I never went to uni, but you know, half when you get to like December and you're like, raw this course ain't even for me, you know, but I'm still getting paid student loan and you're just collecting. <laughs> That's me right now. This 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 year ain't for me, if I'll be honest but with you. But you're just waiting for that Yeah, collection. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for that sugar daddy to come through and just pause, man. Keep. No, it's, it's what they're about, isn't it? Boy. Billionaires. Boy. Fair enough. Very ethical. Gosh. I can't I can't wait for that discussion. I can't wait for a mic monologue once we find out who the new owners are. I'm gonna <laughs> grill him. I would know. It might tell me everything about this guy. Tell me, tell me how he votes. Who has he voted for? What, what are they left leaning, right leaning? What does this mean? What how did they, he make his billions? What Sorry. have they invested in? I'll do a full expose. I, um, I, I want to know the type of employees he has. <laughs> I want to know everything. Can they unionize? All of that stuff. Yeah, listen. I'll, I'll, I'll do a nice little rundown of our new owners. Uh, I can, and then you'll join a Patreon. And then who drop Bantics after? <laughs> um, all right, so all right, so so we, the majority of us are saying top four finish and a cup will be nice. Julian wants the Champions League and a, and a top three finish and a top three finish. High standards. I I completely get it. Fair enough. If you had to guess, 
will make a guess as to who is going to be the most important player for the rest of the season, who would you go with? Stuart Allison or Nunes. Allison or Nunes, you're saying? Yeah. Why is that? Allison or uh, for obvious reasons. Allison for obvious reasons. Um, Nunes, I I genuinely think um, Salah has not purposefully taken like a backseat, but he's allowing Nunes to have his moment and to, to be able to shine and actually bring the team forward. But, and Nunes is doing a good job of carrying that mantle. I feel like, especially with the fans, um, being with Nunes being such a superstar, th- the players would have clocked onto that and they would want to play it around him more and especially for the future. Um, so I feel like Nunes, Nunes having a good season. And when I mean a good season, I mean like I would say 13 to 15 Premier League goals, a couple goals in the Champions League if we make it past Real Madrid. Um, even in as you guys said the FA Cup um, or the Carabao Cup competitions where he would get to later stages and he's playing I think he's someone that's going to bring that feeling back because as much as Salah as, as much as, as brilliant as Salah is we, I think we're kind of used to his brilliance now yeah. where it doesn't really get us out of our seat uh, uh, get us up, uh, get us up out, out of our seat yeah. out of our seat if he scored a goal but Nunes even if it's in 1-1 draw Nunes scored we're all going mad yeah that that, so, that Nunes goal moves the whole group yeah, exactly. chat it moves <laughs> everyone goal. there's not one see, hater you inside see the group chat Nunes Nunes yeah. Nunes go, go. <laughs> the whole chat just gets moved when he but scores. when it's Salah you got a couple man that's like yes Salah finally <laughs> yeah. Salah goal nice yeah, I do think Nunes for us is important for a number of reasons. I think he's that hope that the supporters are clinging on to as well, more than anything, because yeah. we've spoken a lot about the evolution of the side, and I think he represents that more than anything. So if he's doing well, it signals to us as fans that there's hope moving forward beyond this season where we can challenge, yeah. where he can be at the focal point of that uh, next the next title challenge. So I think for him, symbolically, what he represents for us as fans, that hope for the, for the future... He's really important. But also for this season, I just think he's a really dangerous player, right? He's quick, he's lively, he causes fullbacks and centre-backs problems. And he's he's almost, in my view, him and Salah be- can become like the new Salah and Mane sort of combination where yeah. if Salah doesn't hurt you, Nunes does. And yeah. that's how I think it should be moving forward where we can rely on Darwin to score against Southampton or to score against the Fulham, whoever it might be. Those sorts of teams where in the past Mane and Salah have scored goals. Hopefully, it's Darwin and Salah that are scoring the goals to win us those games. I think, I think uh, on your point with the Salah and Mane thing, I definitely feel like it's that kind of, we revere them so much, but I feel like it's going to be less toxic. Um, yeah. Because even now, was I can... Was it toxic? Oh, no, Salah and Mane was... playing them against each other. Yeah, it was. It was a bit but now it's more Nunes and Salah than it was Salah well, like, versus like, Mane. Yeah, like Nunes is the future and Salah's our present. Yeah. Now, so it's not as... Like, yes, you can't yeah. obviously... like So like with Salah and, and Mane, the reason why it got a bit weird... I'm not, they're both in their prime. On Twitter, both, maybe, or yeah. a bit weird. Just like people constantly comparing them to each other. Yeah. Like, oh, you both play for like African countries. You mm, both, you're both both wide forwards. You're both players who've won African Player of the Year before. One is black. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say where it is. There's just so many similarities <laughs> between the two. So... Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, think, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I hear I hear the Nunes argument because it's like it's like that 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 shining light in it like where you have that you have a star striker and he's one for the future and if he's doing well it gives everyone hope but for me the, if if we're gonna have a have, have to have a good season it's still Salah for me like it's still Salah still has Salah still our best player we beat Tottenham guess who gets the brace Salah we beat Man City guess he scores the winning goal Salah you know what yeah. I'm saying like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's all going it has to go through Salah like if we're going to win if we're going to win especially these top games against all these big clubs if we, if we want to go deep in the Champions League Salah has to turn up it's actually true in big <laughs> games in big <laughs> games Salah has done his thing bro he's yeah. carrying us in big yeah. games if, if Salah's not turned up then nothing's getting done you know what I'm saying against Man United Salah was wired we didn't win you know what I'm saying 
Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I still feel like our most important player is Salah. He's our best player. When things go through him, he's our assistant, he's scoring. Mm. And, yeah, Salah's still our best player for me, so he's still our most important player. But at the same time, if Alisson wants to say, yo, guys, I, I can't be asked, we're finished. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> if well, Alisson wants to drop that kind of Mendy form where he's like, oh, I can't be asked to overachieve my XG anymore. Oh, you know what? You know what? It is scary what's If, if, if Alisson wants to stop overachieving, scary. Scary else. It's scary what's scary happening else. Mendy. Yeah. Mendy looks like, wow. Bro, they're saying that they're going to get rid of him and get uh, Sanchez from yeah. fucking Brighton. And Sanchez is, Sanchez is even a bit fugazi as well. Like I, He's good on his feet, but he's a bit like... You should like, go on the weekend, yeah, Sanchez. He, that is Sanchez, though. That's Sanchez throughout. Like he just, He's got a mistake in him, but he's kind of progressive and he plays well on the feet. And Mendy that, so. was best goalkeeper in yeah. the world, according to um, our, our friendly uh, brothers at Chelsea. Yeah. Did, Bab, did Bab say that? No, it wasn't Babs, it was like was, I'm, ready, I'm ready to cook him if, if he did. Ah, no, man. And their argument was like, machine. oh, why can't um, Mendy be better than Alisson? Like, it doesn't matter about because the past, the dark, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah, why can't he? Why? He's he, defeated down. Yeah. I've never seen a black man fall faster than, than Kyrie. You know what I mean? Boy. Yeah, I mean, it's scary what's happening to Mendy. I'd love to see where Mendy goes because he is a decent keeper. He just wasn't to the level that everyone nah. thought he was. He was, he, you know what? He, he was, a, yeah, he was, he was a great, he was a good keeper yeah. that was performing at a good level and above his level, ab- above his level, <laughs> yeah. and also won a Champions League. If he never won a Champions League, I can guarantee you, he would have never been top three. But he oh, did. Man. But he yeah. did. He did win it. He did win it. So, it's true. Hold that right. man. Hope he does. Hope he does his thing. Okay, so so we're saying in terms of uh, most important players, it's going to be either Salah, Nunes, and Allison, pretty much. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're the three. You know what's interesting about if, Nunes? If Trent would like to join a party, that would I mean, be great. I highly doubt. That would be great. I highly doubt Trent is doing anything this season. I think we just have to bite our tongue and just... And just hope for the best, man. I do. I do <laughs> think there is a small chance. Well, no, I actually think he, I think he'll be fine second half of the season. He's right? fragile, I, man. Yeah, he's very fragile. He's fragile. Moment. No, he I think he'll, I think he'll, I think he'll be fine. I think Trent. Uh, listen, I, 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 even I, I, like even you see the England Trent, picture, he was just like smiling. I don't, don't want to be. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be fine. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be mean. But the fact that Reese James is injured is keeping a lot of like. You know what I mean? We, we don't we don't expect something from Chen. It's keeping, it's the, keeping peace. the peace with the streets at the moment. Like we don't we're not like oh you know Salah has um, um Trent yeah, has to get an assist this week. No no no. There's just, no pressure on him. Yeah right yeah. Now, he's just like yeah. yeah. Trippier, do your thing at Newcastle. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But Trent, yeah yeah. No, yeah. Right? Like, he's quiet on the streets. He's quiet on the streets. fans are picking Trippier in their teams. I'm just like yeah yeah. He's in my points a game. Eight points a game. Easy. That's really that's really funny. That. Do you know what James has been on violence this season? I have to say. Like James, no, I don't. I just don't think he has. I, this he is has. what you lot do. You lot, you, you keep on doing this. This James fan club. It's like, oh, he's been violent. <laughs> well, it's him and Mosh. But like, what, it's, like, it's like two games. He he has two. No, really he's been good more games. than two games. No, no. This is the violence. You know when okay. you're talking about violence. Like, but to me, when I you're talking about violence, it's like fucking amazing performances. He's, like, okay, okay, James, he's, he's night and day. Chelsea's best player when he plays. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Night and day. That's fine. But, but he doesn't have those clinics that Trent puts up. But at the same time, he doesn't have. Yeah, guys, you know I love Trent. I think Trent's better than Rich. James, but I think at this season James has outperformed him. Obviously, but how? All right. Everyone has. That's not hard. Outperformed him. Even Dallas outperformed where him. Fuck, Dallas been really good. Yeah, he's outperformed yeah. him. Yo, Dallas been a good player. He's outperformed to a place where there's every chance if Reece James was fit, 
Trent is not going to the World Cup. That's what I mean. Like, it's not every chance no, 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 he wouldn't Trent, be going to the World Cup. I think, I think Trent yeah. would have gone. No, he wouldn't. Nah, he wouldn't. You don't think... You don't no think, chance. You don't think... You don't think... No chance. You don't think... No chance. No chance. No chance. So Trippier, no Trippier was definitely going. Yeah. Carl Walker was definitely but going. I, I think he's got a point. I think... Because there's 26 yeah. guys in the squad. Nah. Someone nah. like Gallagher doesn't go. And no way. I think he would have done the whole Carl Walker right centre back. This version of Trent. I agree. This version of Trent. You think he's still saying... Trust me, he would have went. He would have went. He would have would have been too much. He would have sacrificed the centre-back. He doesn't rate Trent, but it's just the fact Wait, that... I don't think Southgate caves into that. I think Southgate has a really I mean, strong I mean, case. So why did he pick Madison I mean, he then? Came, yeah, he caved he into Madison. He doesn't like Madison. Madison. He, he didn't so give Madison a yeah, go the last second round. I think this is different, <laughs> right? And we see so the agreements as well. Let's assume, let's assume Rhys James is fit, right? Rhys James is performing well for Chelsea. He's going to take Trippier. He's going to take Walker. He's going to take James. The only reason he would take Trent in that context is if Trent is balling out of control. No. The way Madison is. I think... Madison Madison, forced his hand where it's like... Madison scored like nine. Eight, how many goals has he scored this season? Yeah, Bears. I, th- I think I think someone like Conor Gallagher, um, Conor Gallagher, Conor Cody doesn't go, and he says Walker Madison. Right, nah, no he way. loves Conor Cody, man. I don't no think Conor, I think I think Gallagher or Madison misses out. Trent would Trent would not have gone if he. But I don't think if 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 Walker and James are both fully fit, I don't, I don't I think Trippier goes as like a left wing back. Yeah, or left, I agree left back. with that as well. To be fair. But in but any I case, I, I do I do think the World he's Cup... He's lucky, though. We we agree that Trent's lucky. I, I think, think the Trent, World Cup uh, offers yeah. an opportunity for him in that, supposing he starts against Iran and does really well, his confidence could grow from that point. I really just... Well, he ain't starting against Iran. Who knows? Who knows, who knows right? Yeah, it's, between, knows. it's between him and Trippier for that. You know what? Iran will spin him. I'll tell you that straight. <laughs> Iran played good football, you know, I feel sad for him because I feel like everyone's just targeting him like bro, proper proper bro, proper bro. Like, every I mean, time he's play a team it's always two guys on his he'll side he'll be back yeah, don't worry he'll be back remember, he'll this, back. remember yeah, this podcast he'll be back he'll be back, yeah, like, he'll he'll be back in September no he'll be back this season no Trent chance back this season. no chance like, he'll be Tottenham, back they're just hoofing it to Sesson on like who the hell hoofs it to Sesson but like you do it because Trent's on his side like it's just yeah it's it's scary it's um it's sad it's it's sad what's happened but you know people need to go through this sometimes he'll be listen whoever wants to clip it the best players. No, I agree. I agree. We'll be back. Whoever wants to clip it, Babs, Mariah, this Trent season. will be back this season. <laughs> you mark my <laughs> words. Us again. Whoever, whoever wants to clip and, it, and and you've based this off just pure hope. I back the boy. I think he's a, he's a super talent. Yeah, with I, great I, mentality. No, but yeah. I, I I get it. I listen. I think he's a super talent. He's one of my favorite Liverpool players. But I think when you go through what he's gone through the past few months, he'll be back. He, it, you don't come back as quick as you think. He reads too. I think he, he looks like he reads too much social media. Hundred like percent. He, he looks 100%. like he reads every single thing. He that, knows everything. He knows that what I'm saying. He knows what Mike's saying. Yeah, like, he knows. Yeah, every, he knows. Like, no, yeah. I'll keep it real, man. Even type Even if he's just watching himself, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's just realized that. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm trash at him. And do you know why? I know, I know <laughs> this because <laughs> you know, the, the Arsenal, Arsenal. Yeah, because he doesn't do that. He's clearly been reading online. Trent doesn't engage. Trent doesn't engage. So he tries to run to the guy and then the goal. Because he's been reading. Trent doesn't engage. Too long. I've, 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 I'll never understand why he was doing there. It's the most baffling defensive moment I've seen since Lovren versus Belassi <laughs> at Anfield. It was. I made it all go. It was scary. <laughs> it was scary times. Scary, scary times. Um, cool. I, I think that's pretty much it, guys. Um, yeah, really good pod. Um, a good way to kind of round, round off the mid-year point for the season. Any thoughts on the takeover or anything like that? Um, thoughts on the takeover? Um, they got blood on the money and I still count it. They got blood on the money and I still count it. Mike is shaking his head like, nah, man. None of this. Um, people keep talking about Steve Balmer, which is interesting. Um, I don't know how true that is, but obviously there's reports that came out today that Liverpool are actually willing to... Um, Take lower than market value because they they need to make a sale because yeah, they want to buy that. Are you that desperate? 
because it, because if you think about it, they already sold eleven percent of FSG to Redbird. Yeah, mm. they, they made a bit of money there, and then obviously anything that you sell Liverpool for is is huge profits. Yeah, uh, they're in the Massive they're in the super profits. green right now. Was it yeah, yeah. Million, so so if, if you can rush a deal, so then you can reinvest that into an NHL or NFL club or whatever that Washington mm. team is, it makes perfect sense, right? Because yeah. you you get to get the American team in a, on a in a couple. So what is it like? Maybe like we, we they sell us for like two billion. Maybe? Well, they're, they're saying they they don't mind. Well, whoever this person is, God knows. But they're saying below two point seven, they can still accept. They're willing to accept below two point seven. Two point so. five, I'll tell you that. So it's interesting. So yeah, let, let's see what happens. Um, Steve Ballmer's doing the rounds now. Obviously, a few days ago it was um, Annick's uncle and Barney. So um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, th- there's new names every couple of days. So um, yeah, I don't want that whole transfer embargo though. Oh, that would be, no, we'd, that would be you, ha- you have to get that. That would be. Why? It needs to wrap up. Are, are we not? Oh, 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 I forgot. We're a self-sustaining club. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't need that. Yeah, we, we we shouldn't need to do that. We need someone in January, bad. Yeah. Need like four men. We need someone in January, and then they need to have the Diaz impact, where like everyone just got that boost from them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know what? What's going to jar me the most is when Jota and Diaz comes back, and then Klopp is like, "Oh, they're like brand new sided." <laughs> yeah, it's gonna fucking piss me. Yeah. Our attack is not Worse. the problem right now. Our attack is really not the problem right it's now. It's not. It's not. I think the attack is the only yeah. bit of the team that we actually find with um cool guys yeah thank you for for joining me um we will be releasing uh liverpool pods on patreon um for the next month or so so if you like our content join patreon.com forward slash cop and fracker in terms of what's happening on the feed from next week onwards and um, that will be revealed in due course but there will be podcasts coming out um and yeah yeah that stuff will be announced very very shortly thank you for rocking with us thank you for listening please use the touch um hashtag touchline fracker to give us your opinions and your thoughts and we can share it off the accounts and yeah until uh, next time take it easy sports social podcast network